Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Theatrical Mustang Podcast. I'm your host, Woodzik. This is episode 121 with Annabelle Torado. Annabelle is one of my MFA classmates, and her thesis performance, titled Endurance, is a 24-hour durational performance art installation featuring Annabelle video. Amazing stuff. It starts at 6 p.m. this Friday, May 4th, and runs until 6 p.m. on Saturday, May 5th. You also have an opportunity to see new works by Gabby Petrov and Chie Saito the same weekend, same location. We'll have all of that info in the episode description, and you're just really going to enjoy this interview with Annabelle, who is an artist I greatly admire, and one of the things is you know, an MFA comes to its close is you start reflecting on the ups and the downs. And I would say both Annabelle and myself would agree it's our classmates, right? Our cohort, the people who make an MFA what it is for anyone. So gosh, y'all, that was a little emotional. I want you to enjoy episode 121 with Annabelle Torado. to welcome my my family, my MFA cohort member, Annabelle Toronto, to the podcast. Welcome, Annabelle. Thank you so much, Winzik. So you are about to embark on a serious artistic endeavor, which is your MFA thesis, 24-hour solo performance installation. Wow, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when we were all introducing ourselves, uh... As a class, now it's, you know, nearly two years ago, you went first and you were just so, my jaw dropped because you were so certain of who you were as an artist or that's what came across and I was like, okay, I've got to step my fucking game up to like match this level of artistic, uh, it's not just vision, but like certainty of who you are, at least that's what comes across. So Endurance starts 6 p.m. on Friday, May 4th, goes right. until 6 p.m. Saturday, Saturday May 5th. Yeah. Tell me about when you started thinking that this would be the way in which your thesis would present itself. Um, it started when we were doing the somatic work with Erica, uh, Erica Berland, and we were doing the organ section, and I remember being obsessed with the heart um, and how it held emotions and how much knowledge it held and that it was an organ, a gland, and like, you know, now a heart brain where you can actually, it, it, uh, it tells your body what to do. Pretty right, much, you know? right. Um, so that's where that, that seed implanted. And then over last summer, I just, I had this idea of wanting to do this durational piece. And uh, of course I didn't know what, the content was going to be or what I still don't know what's going to happen but um it just kind of evolved from there I I usually start by picking like one idea and then I start adding to it and like I justify certain things to make it complete um so it started with just wanting to challenge myself and doing something for a long period of time and challenge my body and challenge my heart and things like that so, so can you talk a little bit about your development process? So it started as a personal and artistic challenge. How do you start collecting the things that make the experience? Okay. 
Um, so I, it's funny enough, I don't remember, I was thinking about this the other day, I don't remember where, uh, there's gonna be video installments and I don't remember where the idea for videos came from, like at one, at what point. I was going back through my notes and I saw that it was somewhere mid-October. Um, but I, after this, wanting to do this duration, I, I thought of how the heart you know, it's always there, it's always pumping, it obviously it's what keeps you alive, and we go through these emotional trials, and it's there. Like, yes, it's gonna hurt, but it, you keep going, and your heart is there, and that's where the endurance came from, and uh, so then I asked, I like sent out a blast email to friends and family asking if they would share with me an experience that uh, put their heart to the test. And I got, um, I think I sent it out to about 30 people, I got five back. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of not enough. And then I put in my own. And then it ended up working out because it six is a factor of 24. And then I just ran with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everything just started kind of adding up piece by piece after I did that. And the video installments kind of, they're abstractions of those pieces that I got. And they're my interpretations of what that story looks like visually um and the live performance is going to be what that story uh feels like in your body and that's just going to come out you know in physical manifestations of whatever that content <laughs> and all of that was anonymous so i just kind of wanted to keep it, it built from yeah. those initial entry points yeah. i know in in some of our classes you were talking about wanting at least last year the desire to explore the relationship between instinct and impulse does that still come into play would you say yeah yeah it does uh, as far as the live performance um the physicalization i have bits of a score but mostly i would say 95 percent of it is going to be actually more than that i want to say like 99 percent is going to be improvised physicalization so and and that's i think where i kind of just let my impulse ride on what's happening and what's going to connect to the next moment. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. That's that right. In? Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> um, where do you draw inspiration? I mean, we've heard some of the score that you'll be using musically, but where do you draw inspiration from both musically, but then maybe other performance artists who have influenced your trajectory? Um, a lot of... A lot of my influence really comes from, uh, I want to say like visual art and then just kind of dialing that into theater, you know, big theatrics. Um, I like melding the two and as far as music, it's kind of whatever, something that makes your blood pump, like that's, uh, that's what moves me at least you know for for this piece um i feel like i'm ranting and i'm not sure if i'm it's again, good okay. no it's all good <laughs> so things that where you can sort of feel that your endocrine system almost yeah you know like, engaging that, with it. like raw energy i really gravitate to like raw energy that just kind of fuels and keeps going and uh i i my goal is to have the uh watcher like have visceral experience 
not just with their eyes. Like I want them to be able to feel it in their bodies as well. So we'll see if that happens. Do you have any, what advice would you give to folks who are coming to see it in terms of a suggestion of duration for them or how they engage with the piece while they're there? That's a good question. Um, I would suggest and um, stay stay as long as you can um, I, because I, I was thinking about this this morning also like I feel like I I at least I'd like to create pieces that I would want to go watch and as an audience member I think that's also obviously very challenging to stay in a room I don't imagine people <laughs> stay for 24 hours but you know people that do go to the theater like that's that's really different and and, and as an audience member I, I think that's that we should challenge ourselves to try something different as well and new and see how, how long we can take an experience as well, you know, not just as the doer, but as the viewer. So stay as long as you like yeah. and interact with the space as much as you want. Um, kind of set it up so you can kind of roam freely. So I want to, pivot after this question to the other performances happening uh, this weekend but what this is just a question that popped up for me kind of randomly like what do you hope audience aside the aesthetic of the piece aside what are your personal goals for transformation as an artist by going through this piece what do you think waits on the other side for you um more duration maybe like weeks and you know I I I actually never thought that I would be on this track but it it seems like something that I want to endure <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah and and um yeah just seeing how much my mind and my body can take personally so we'll see how I know, I almost want to do like a post, a post, well, we had the post show discussion, uh, which is a great segue into the other, so tell me about, tell me about the other shows happening in the same darn hallway the same weekend. Yeah, so the other shows, uh, the the one by Chia Saito is uh, Sasayaki, and that one's on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 6.30 p.m., and the other is by Gabby Petrov, and it is No Forest. That is Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 7.30 p.m. So I will be in the middle of those two for the Friday and the Saturday at 6 p.m. So if someone wants to come, like, I know, I definitely want to come both Friday and Saturday to sort of see you at the beginning and then come back closer to the end yeah I'm hoping people will do that we'll come and yeah. see the the change over there and then I'm going to I have my reservations but it's super important for all but your piece so for Chia's and Gabby's to make those reservations online everything is free of charge exactly, but yeah. space is very limited right uh, I think they have an event right up there is a Facebook post I don't have all that yeah I will link to all of that in the episode sure. description but if you're listening to this on Wednesday when it's being posted, please make sure that if you haven't already, hop online and make those reservations. So now we're going to go on our uh, Inside the Actors Studio, although I don't know if you would consider yourself an actor. 
I you used to. You used to. Yeah. And this program has <laughs> changed. Now I'm like, ugh. Um, what, so going back, like, was there a moment you would say in your youth where performance made quite the imprint on you as a human being? Yeah, it actually, I mean, this, maybe everyone is the same story, but like, <laughs> I, like I started acting in high school, of course, um, and it, the like inkling to do so happened before then, but I only got the opportunity to do it in high school, and that's when it just kind of like evolved. And I, uh, I took a year off after I graduated, and because I didn't know what I was gonna do, and then I ended up going to a, a three-year conservatory, and um, it just kind of blew up from there. I did that for three years. I produced a few shows with some friends independently. Um, then I took a long break and because I, I'm from LA, so in LA, it's just so difficult to like break through that. And I'm not a business person at all. I'm only like just the, you know, pure artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've tried, I just can't do it. Can I ask what kind of roles you're playing, you know, in this earlier kind of bookend? Yeah. I always, I always got, I I played, oh my God, now I don't remember the name of the character, but in Dracula, I played, um. they, 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 they did a, a, a gender switch and I played the, um, what was his name? Van Helsing? No, it was the other crazy guy, the one that like falls in love with like Dracula. And oh, movies. okay. Anyway, so I was playing that the, one, that, that dude. <laughs> and I was playing crazy roles like that, or I was playing like, um, like, you know, sisters that were like stuck in basements and they had been stuck. <laughs> So my, my raw, <laughs> decrepit ideas started very early on. Um, I also was, I, I played a lot of villains. Um, never the ingenue, which was fine. I actually don't. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that. No, thank you. Yeah. So just the more serious, dramatic, uh, mature roles. I, I did take on male characters quite a bit. So. And then you take this break. You're in L.A., you're getting worn down a little bit. Yeah, I'm doing the nine to five for way too long. And then, when was it, 2011, I decided that I needed to go back to school and do what I actually love doing. Um, and it's it's been a very long, I feel like I've been at school forever. Um, so I started slowly just to like gather up credits to get you know, my, my BA, I, I just did that 2016 before coming here. Um, but yeah, I realized I was, I was doing, like I said, this nine to five and I was not happy and I needed to do something that was like creative and like fulfilled me and actually made my brain work instead of just sitting in front of a computer for however many hours. And I thought of something else. I, I, I mean, I thought that I could do other things, but I, I, I've always just fallen back to the theater and and uh, it's funny to say that because, you know me, I don't, I hate the theater. <laughs> it's weird. I hate it and I love it. So I'm, I'm stuck in that, in that space. Sure. You know. So did you start, were you producing again at that point or eyes were sort of set on? No, it was just all school, all school, just so I can get, you know, the paper, the degree. <laughs> the degree, the paper. Yeah. Because that, at that point, I decided that I wanted to teach. Yeah. Um, and then I got here, and I was like, I don't want to teach. I just want to perform. No, but I do want to teach. I do. 
but it, it reignited that uh, that you know the old flame of being on stage and having eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> what if then, as we're you know graduating a week and a half from recording this, what are your biggest takeaways from grad school? Oh wow, that's a big question, Woodzik. <laughs> I. Honestly, it has to be the people, you know, you, our cohort. Um, I think our, co- our cohort really made it for me, made the experience. Because um, we, you know, everyone was so supportive and uh, just kind of always around. And, and we each have... A very unique talent and like <laughs> together I think is like I don't know the us <laughs> it's us yeah, it becomes yeah. it just becomes your family I and mean, for me like I had no siblings growing up and like it's you can't for better or for worse you can't get away from these folks for yeah. two years right yeah. and so I would say the same thing like I, I mean even a year, it, it just goes to show you, like, in terms of the universe and all that woo-woo kind of stuff, like, if any one of us had been going out the year before or the year after for grad programs, and some of us were, that this is, this was the year, this was the time for... Yeah, it's how it happened. For all of us to converge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's almost over. It's I really know. weird to be <laughs> end of it. Yikes! My body feel funny. It makes your is a, is there a visceral reaction that <laughs> yeah. happens? Yes. yes. Always, always. So what's what's what the question that everyone who's about to graduate loves to hear? Uh, what's next for you? What are you looking? What comes next for the talented Annabelle Toronto? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm moving back to LA. I gotta go back home. Um, uh, of course, on the job hunt. But I, I'm, I'm also looking to expand this show. Um, like I said earlier, I, I've, I only created six installments, so that, you know, it'll be cyclical. But I kind of want to do, you know, 12 installments and then the 24. Um, so I'll see how I can work that out. But yeah, just going back, uh, looking for some teaching jobs, um, and just... Keep on making work and see what happens. You're an artist that strikes me as having such a clarity of vision in creating your work. I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit. about Because I'm sort of like, ah, we'll do the thing. And you want to do that? Okay, cool. We can accommodate that. Like, that's I'm very product-driven and not so much process or vision-oriented. Uh, and so I, I want to learn from your brain and at least that's the way, that's the way it comes across. And so I I was wondering if you could talk about that clarity of vision a little bit. I, I wish I had like a great, beautiful answer for it. Um, but (laughs) the way my brain works is like, yes, I do see it ahead of time and I see the end product and then the process leading up to it is just all specificity and trying trying to reach perfection so it, it's in the details for me um, and in the uh, I, I want to say simplicity after everything that I've said but 
simplicity, I think, takes a lot of hard work, you know? Um, it, it's hard to make things look easy or, or visually appealing and simple. Um, so yeah, so details. I don't, I don't know. How do you know when those details are right? Is it just sort of like pure instinct at that level or? Yeah, I, it, like, I feel like I, it's instinct paired with semi-compositional uh, skills that I think I have. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a very visual person just in general and I, and I love straight lines and I love balance and, you know, that kind of stuff. Simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity, balance, all the things. <laughs> so what advice do you have for folks who are like, yeah, 24-hour solo performance, durational thing, that sounds like something I want to I wanna do. Like, what? how would you encourage them? Uh, let's see. Don't listen to people that say that you can't do it or that it's not sustainable. I obviously don't know what's going to happen yet, but I'm driven and I am determined to make this piece and do this piece. Um, yeah, don't listen to people that are, that are gonna naysay and just make sure uh, that you follow your heart. <laughs> That's cheesy, but um, yeah, I, I think that's all I can say. I, I, I really, really believe in that because I think there's a lot of, not just people, but you get a lot of obstacles thrown in your way. And if you jump those hurdles and don't listen to the negativity and you just keep going, I think you'll be able to accomplish what you want to, you know, I know it's easier said than done and it sounds kind of cheesy, but just go, just do it. Go, do, do the it. thing, yeah. stay the course. Yeah. And just what is, be. I just want, like, pl pulling on that, the threads of that answer a little bit, what is your relationship with resistance when it comes up in the artistic process, either within yourself or with those with which you're collaborating? Uh, it's hard. I mean, I, I, I've been, you know, dealt a couple of those hands in this process a couple of times, and... Um, the first time I just kind of ignored it and the second time it really got to me and uh, I just had to process it on my own and give it time and then realize that well they're not doing it I am and you know I'm I'm the one that's challenging myself and uh, I don't have to listen to anybody <laughs> you know um, and as far as when I come up against myself, um, I guess that's the harder part because that's always, you know, kind of in the back of, of my mind, but, uh, also I just, w once I start working and doing things instead of sitting and thinking about it, it, it tends to dissolve, you know, so move that energy around. Yeah. Bit. Put it in the work. Yeah. Just from a practical point of view, how are you what are the things that you were doing leading up to the event to take care of yourself on an emotional and physical level? And then what do you anticipate doing afterwards? 
so I've been, as far as physically, lots of water. Um, I try to cut out caffeine, but right this week is probably it's hard to do. Not happening. Yeah. Um, eating light, pretty much salads and oats. Uh, I started doing some physical exercises, just like weights and some running. Um, mentally, I, I, to be honest, I have not gotten to that part yet because I've been really busy trying to deal with like the tech heavy stuff. So that will come Thursday and Friday and it'll be short notice, but <laughs> it'll come. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's interesting cause we, we talk about, I think about the book Utopia in Performance and how is this really special thing that we get to create in you know different forms of theater performance where it's there's a performer there's an audience there's something energetically that happens and disappears and you can't really record it and you can't really recreate it you can't really capture it and this is to me an extraordinary thing because you have no idea how many people are going to show up right and how they're going to interact with you and so it's a day's worth of these ephemeral moments and it's I don't know an, an electric project I think is how I don't even know if I have the words to really describe <clears throat> what I think it's going to be but right. then you're going to be on the inside of it like yeah. do you you're just so ready like energetically I can just feel it that you're so ready for it like all you need now is you know the last few things to cross the T's and dot the I's yeah. production wise and then it's poof and then just it's it's there do you set I mean apart you know beyond from the artistic intention or vision for the piece do you set a personal do you think you're going to set a personal intention for yourself I think I have to yeah I, I haven't um, come up with it yet but yeah yeah there has to be there has to be and yeah and, and going back to that you know, not knowing how many people that's, yeah. that has, that has been one of the like hardest struggles, I think like how, just how to keep going when there's no one there. That's what's going to be the, at least for me in my right. mind right now, that's what's going to, I don't know. Especially at, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering about like that 1am to 7am right. chunk, right. Right? right? Are there folks who stick it out. I mean, there may be people who are there the whole time, if not like 75% of it with you. We'll see. I hope but so. What? But yeah, come, come between the hours of one and come, seven. Yeah. <laughs> come between the hours of one and seven. So all these performances are happening at Naropa's Nalanda campus. We'll have the address in the episode description. What would you, what's your pitch to someone who's maybe not a theater person, but is like this like something maybe I want to see but I'm not like totally convinced like how how do you push them over the edge and make them come through those doors of 9190 mm, I guess just simply uh come watch a crazy woman do something crazy like, <laughs> like you know everyone kind of loves to watch a train wreck sometimes and maybe it might be that I don't you know like come to see what happens L let your curiosity drive you that's what I'll say you know, I love that. Yeah. Do you think, what is your, aside from that, like what, 
and I know it's going to be super personal for each audience member, but what do you hope folks take home with them from the experience? Oh, man. I, I guess, uh, I don't, wow. Oh, what's it, you're stumping me. I'm stumping you, uh, yes. <laughs> I win the podcast. Um, I want to say a I know this is maybe too big or, again, too cheesy, but, like, a greater sense of this, like, human quality of this, like, we all have these heartbeats that keep going and we're here for each other and we're, uh, we are more alike than people think, you know, like, because it's all flesh (laughs) and it beats and it keeps you alive and... I don't know. I don't know if that. Well, yeah, I think in our current culture where that's pretty divisive and pretty plugged in all the time, this is a vacation from that a little bit, a way to come in and connect with another human being who's putting themselves through it for art. I mean, like, (laughs) damn it. That's, that's, I don't know, it's, I want to say heroic, but that's not the right word, but I don't think that, I'm, I'm someone who's a very risk-averse kind of person, and I think part of that magic of the cohort, too, is you get to see folks who have strengths in places where you're weak, and so that, I don't want to cry, but that has been one of my biggest lessons from spending time with you as an artist, is getting a bit more hungry to take those big risks. Yeah. Yes. That, that's what I want for people to take away <laughs> what you just said. Take a risk. Take a thank, risk. Thank you for answering your own question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, for I me, tend to for do me, that. For me. I think, I think that's a good energy to go out on. Yeah. Take a so risk, much. people. Take a risk. Take artistic risks. Come see the last three thesis performances will have info in the episode description and Annabelle thank you for coming and talking about your show oh Winsick thank you for having me